You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, welcome to Pursuing God, where we spend a few minutes together Monday through Friday to kind of help you begin, end, or just kind of get through your day with just a greater sense of God's activity and presence in your life. He's the God who is with us. Over the next few days, I want to consider an issue that I think is much more serious than um, we may first think about. I, I, I want you to, I want to talk to those of you who are tired of kind of living a boring, ho-hum existence, because it really is an issue of life or death. Did you know that researchers have found that boredom could actually be shaving years off your life? More than 7,000 people were studied over 25 years, and those who said they were bored were nearly 40% more likely to have died by the end of the study than those who did not. Bored people are more likely to die young. I have a good friend named uh, Vince Antonucci who uh, leads a church in Las Vegas, started a church there a few years ago. He's spoken for us a couple times at Eastside. And he wrote a challenging little book a few years back called I Became a Christian and All I Got Was This Lousy T-Shirt. And uh, growing up, Vince had never been to church in his entire life. He'd, he'd never even known a Christian, if you can imagine. Until he was about 20, he started searching. And as a result of his personal search, he came to the conclusion that Jesus was the Son of God and gave his life uh, for him. But Vince had still never been to church. And he writes about his first experience. He says, that Sunday, I went to church for the first time. He said, I couldn't wait to meet Christians. Growing up, I had a vague stereotype of them, formed mostly from watching Ned Flanders on The Simpsons. But now I knew the truth. And he said, after reading the New Testament, I knew what they would really be like. People with fire in their souls. People determined to change the world for Jesus. People filled with awe at what God is doing in their lives. People who just can't stop being amazed by grace. People with joy oozing out of them. People who follow Jesus wherever he goes. After months of reading the New Testament, he said, I knew this is what Christians would be like. He said, then I took a deep breath and walked through the doors. Well, later in his book, he writes about his first church experience. He says, now after 17 years of church under my belt, when I look around at Christians today, they aren't really like the ones I read about. I see way too many people who wear just a t-shirt for an adventure they're missing out on. They're missing the journey. They're stuck in the same dull routine. They're missing out on the joy and the fear and laughter and doubt and mystery and confusion of following Jesus, of taking great risk for God, of praying dangerous prayers. You know, one of the things that's alarming to me as a pastor is how many followers of Jesus are just kind of bored by life. Bored with family, bored by relationships, bored by church, and they're just kind of going through a listless existence. So over the next few days, I want us to be inspired by a guy who went on an adventure with God, who went out on a limb of faith, and his name, you know it, is Noah. And we find his story in Genesis chapters 6 through 8 of the Old Testament of the Bible. Thousands of years ago, God got so frustrated with the world that he had made and how the people in it had done evil that he decided to destroy the world and start all over. But before he wipes the world out, he asks Noah to follow him on one of the most dramatic journeys in history, where Noah would have nothing to hang on to but God. 
And he tells Noah, who lives in the desert, to build a boat, and not just any boat, a huge boat that took 120 years to build. And in faith, Noah says, okay. You know, when the story of our lives are written, what will they say? That's a question I wonder about. You can claim to be a follower of Jesus and have accepted what he did on a cross for you by rising from the dead, and and you have no high-risk plan on your drawing board for advancing God's purposes on this earth. Listen, if you have no daring ministry ventures, life ventures that you're praying about, no sacrificial gifts you're thinking about making, if you're content to just let Christianity be little more than cocooning with some other believers in a church service for an hour a week, if you think half-hearted commitment to Christ is, you know, the hunky-dory thing, if you consistently put Christianity about 10th on your list of priorities, if about 98% of your energy goes to marketplace challenges and career challenges and a measly 2% dribble over to advance God's purposes on earth, I want to leave you with this thought today from Hebrews 11.6. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Will you live by faith today? God, as we begin a new week, this is my prayer. This early second week of this new year, that this would not be a listless, boring, ho-hum year, but that we would take your hand and walk by faith like Noah into an adventure ahead. God, break us out of our cocoons. Um, Help us to trust you to do something significant in us and through us in this new year. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, if this is meaningful to you, I hope you'll share it with somebody and invite them to join us back here tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 